Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. Took a couple weeks off. Come on now. During those couple weeks, I went to AutoZone to get a new battery for my car. And they sold me a fucking dead battery, dude. Completely fucking dead. I had to go back there. Luckily, they're on every fucking corner like McDonald's. And I told him, I said, hey, this battery you sold me is dead. And he brought out another battery, another new battery. I told him to test it before I leave, and obviously it passed. But then he tried to test the battery I brought back, and he said the tester's dead. He hooked it up to the battery, and he said the battery tester is dead. And he said he had to charge the tester to test it. But he believed me that the battery was dead. I mean, come on, man. It was so fucking dead, the battery tester wouldn't even turn on to test the fucking thing. AutoZone, dude. Never, ever, never let them know that you're a real mechanic when you go to AutoZone. I went in one time years ago with my uniform on, and the employees there noticed that I had, you know, a Honda uniform on. One of the employees there asked me if I was a mechanic. I said, obviously, dude. You fucking You see my goddamn uniform. Right? So, like, a week or two later, I went in without my uniform, and a customer was there getting, I don't know what the fuck he was getting, but it was something for a Honda, and he was asking one of the AutoZone employees how to replace it, and he goes, ask him, he works for Honda. So I never went back there again. And I probably won't ever go back to AutoZone again. I only went there back in the day because they would keep warrantying my broken axles for my race car. So I got two sets at a time and changed them when they broke at the track. And then I just bring the next one back. It's like rotating stock. But unless they sponsor this podcast, then I will sell out for sure, you know? But until then, I'm not going back, dude. You know, you don't realize how valuable you are as a mechanic, any kind of mechanic, until you're out with the fucking civilians. And they find out that you can fix their piece of shit car. Like going to the gas station to pick up beer in your uniform. That's a mistake. Pumping gas at a gas station wearing your uniform. That's a mistake. You always get asked questions. I don't know about you, but I don't want to work on anything after work. Outside of work, out back of my house, in my garage, in the driveway, in somebody else's fucking driveway. I don't want to fucking do that shit. What happens when you do side work, it's just like at work when you get a 1993 piece of shit that comes in and the writer writes it up. First mistake. So you get it, you look at it, you tell them you need a radiator. The fucking part's obsolete. They get an aftermarket one. <coughs> so they get an aftermarket one, probably from fucking AutoZone. Second mistake. And you already pulled it out of the car. Third mistake. And when you did... Half the shit you touched fucking broke. Fourth mistake. Fourth mistake is not going home sick as soon as you got that fucking ticket. Actually, that should have been a second mistake. Either way. Then your lift is tied up for four days because the radiator you need is in fucking China or some shit. Then when it shows up, it's fucking damage. That's what it's like doing side work on a piece of shit car. But instead, it's in your garage or your driveway. Then that $200 job you're going to make 
with $300 in parts turns out to take three fucking months and $1,500 later to fix all the broken shit. And at home, you can't call in sick, right? There's no one else going to do the fucking job. And it's in your fucking driveway. At work, you can fake being sick, and eventually someone will jump on the fucking grenade, and when you come back after your vacation, I mean, when you come back feeling better, you can come back ready to work, and that car will be done. And that's what you do, and you fucking know it. This is just another true story that some tech in your shop, probably you, calls in sick when they get a shit ticket or a problem that you or they can't fix. This podcast is about facts, dude, and there's some for you. Now on to some comedy from some emails I've gotten over the past couple weeks. There's a lot of videos and podcasts and websites and so on out there with people that have never even been a technician talking about how they're going to fix the technician shortage. Using statistics, numbers, followers, likes, subscriptions, coupons, meetings, pizza parties, birthday cakes, whatever they can come up with. But in reality, you're the problem. That's it, dude. You're the problem. You know when there's a problem and you are part of the problem, but your solution to the problem is fucking stupid and makes no sense like this podcast. You just keep trying to come up with dumbass solutions, but in reality, it's just you. Then you're not trying to fix the problem, you're just you're just coming up with bullshit solutions that just make it seem like you're trying to help the problem that you created, but in reality, you're just trying to keep your job. While shop owners are hiring family and friends to be managers that have no fucking idea about the car business and promoting people that only know fucking numbers in an act to fix the industry, but in return they're losing techs and employees. Then they send their friends and their family that they hired as managers to management, training, and motivation classes. Classes on how to treat people with respect and some other bullshit. In another attempt to try to fix the industry. Then when that doesn't work, then when that doesn't work, they go to some convention where all the calculators meet up and they talk about numbers and gross profits and RO counts. And they all eat stuffed crust pizza, dude, and drink Diet Coke, but in a glass. No styrofoam cups. All their noses in the air acting like their shop is the best. I've never been to one of those meetings, and I wouldn't go. But this is how I picture it. They come up with some fucking slogan like, build back better and do nothing. It's all politics. Shop politics. But they're out there talking about how to make a shop run successfully, how to treat technicians, how to pay them, how a shop should be ran. But most of them have never even been technicians. They're just corporate nerds trying to get clicks, trying to get themselves out of the industry by making YouTube channels and talking about how they know everything and how they can fix it. But it's all basically clickbait. Buying followers and listeners for their channels. and But they have no fucking idea what really needs fixed. All they think about is, guess what? Numbers. Some of them don't really fucking care. Some really don't give a fuck. They're just trying to get followers and network with other people that know nothing to try to link up and make enough money to get out of the shop owner or management position that they're in. Just so they can talk about how to fix the industry but actually do nothing about it. And I don't blame them. Because it's all about the bags, dude. It's all about the bags. 
People try to build their channels by using clickbait titles on their videos or their episodes. You clicked on this episode because of the title, didn't you? Got ya. I got that click. You clicked on this stupid-ass podcast and I got the numbers. Everything's about bags and numbers. There are actually channels out there that, and podcasts and YouTube channels and whatever the fuck websites that are actually trying to help maybe maybe not i don't know all that matters is that you listen to this podcast up to this point and i got the numbers to make this stupid ass podcast look better maybe i'm just digging in too deep into the situation i hear from a lot of you about videos and whatever from people or companies about about what they say about the industry and how they're so far from reality i've watched some of the videos that were sent to me and Pretty much, yeah, dude. They are. There's a lot of fake news out there, dude. Fake numbers. Your shop is fucking faking all their numbers right now, and they know it. You know it. Out of all your shop's Google reviews, 90% of them are fake. The good ones. You know this. They know this. But guess what? As long as you're above 4.5 stars, you're good. So here's that 50 bucks for that fake-ass review he gave us. Right? After listening to these videos and... Looking at these websites, I heard a lot of talk about managers being the problem and the fix is better training. But let's fucking face it, dude. Managers are supposed to be leaders, right? How could you lead a team of technicians if you've never been a technician? You've never been through the shit, like the military. You start from the bottom, work your way up. Shop owners and dealerships are hiring friends and family in. And they can send them to all the training programs they want to, all the leadership classes they can possibly sign up to. doesn't mean they can lead a shop or manage a shop and technicians. They have no fucking idea how a shop works. The buddy system doesn't work anymore. Figure it out. Stop trying to hold back techs, team leaders, and foremen from becoming management and actually fixing the industry the right way. To make a shop successful, you need to promote from within, and not bring in some fucking jackass from another shop. Or bring in a friend to come in and try to run or change shit. It doesn't work, it never has, and it never will. Always talking about family and team, but no, have no fucking idea what a team really is. Everybody in management's just trying to keep their job like in fucking politics. Stop the fucking politics and do what's right. You know, as as long as they hit their numbers, they're still there. The bums are still buying boats and motorcycles and shit. As long as they're hitting their numbers, it's still there. But your hours suck. You're doing the bullshit work, right? It seems like a lot of techs don't want to do this shit anymore. They don't want to work on cars. In the heat, buying new tools all the fucking time. Putting up with the bullshit every day taking all the tests, feeling like just a number, and let's face it, being just a number that makes numbers. Shops need to start realizing that they need to step it up, start appreciating the techs more, maybe even starting to pay them more. But it's too late for some. Are the more experienced techs, like the guys who've been in the game for 10, 15 years or so, who have been put through the ringer, is it too late for them? Maybe for some, but what should shops do if they have a tech that feels like this? Still perfectly able to work and turn hours, but 
just done, you know? Just done with the bullshit. Why not turn them into technician trainers? This is where shops can start making a change with these techs. It would be the complete opposite of what they're doing now. The complete opposite of the way these techs were trained and the complete opposite of the way you're training your techs now. Just throwing them in the express shop and hoping they catch on. Or having that one tech in the express shop that supposedly trained them. You know, the one that's been in the express shop for six years that will never be moved up. They're in every shop. Why? Because they don't get trained. Or they just can't do anything else but change oil and rotate tires, but... They're out there too. And they're actually good to have around. But that's another story. Shops need to start promoting from within. Get these guys training new techs and working their way up to take your fucking job. That's what every leader should want, right? But instead, they just want to do what little they can to keep their job and complain that there's no one coming in filling out applications. Wonder fucking why, right? The tech shortage is your fault. I don't even want to talk about technician shortage anymore. There's a shortage of everything right now. If there was a manager shortage, a tech in the shop would stand up and be the manager, and the shop would succeed. Would a manager complaining about the technician shortage, would he go in the shop and step it up and fix some cars? No, because he can't. If all the advisors quit at the same time, the techs in the shop could go and do their job. Spitting out some more facts for you. They need us more than we need them. That's all I'll say about the tech shortage, today at least. Just fix it. You know, the next episode I'll do, I'll call it the Rebuild Your Shop series. On the Rebuild Your Shop series, I'll talk about what I've learned over the past 20 plus years I've been in the industry. Everything I talk about on here is what I've experienced over my career and what I've heard technicians complain about. I want to help shops only because I want to help technicians out like me. Yes, I'm still going to shit on shops because that's what I do, but I also want to help. And this is just the way I fucking work, dude. If you don't want to listen, then turn it off. If you do want to listen, then fucking listen. And if you're a shop owner or team leader or foreman, then fucking listen, dude. You know, I started in this business in 2000 as a porter. Then a lube tech, then a line tech, an express team leader, a shop team leader, and a shop foreman with being a dispatcher at two different dealerships as a foreman. I've been the tech that works and says nothing. I've been the tech that bitches about everything. I've been the tech that stirs up shit in the shop and makes shit change. I've been the foreman that had to listen to the tech's bitch about shit that I knew as a foreman that would never change because of the management. I've been through it all, and I've done it all, and more. So on the next episode, I'm going to share what I've learned with you, if I remember. And it may seem like the most basic shit. Some of it may seem like it's common sense, and guess what? It is. And that's what's lacking. 
in this industry is common fucking sense. But it is what needs to be changed in your shop. And you haven't done it yet. And that's why you're going to listen. I mean, in all reality, common sense is what's lacking in every shop. Techs know this. You guys listening to this probably said, yep. But management doesn't know this for some reason. Maybe it's because they have their heads so far up numbers asses that they don't pay attention to what really matters. And what really matters is the technicians in your shop, your employees. Without them, you have nothing. So you better start taking care of them. It's not that hard. If you think there's a technician shortage now, you have no fucking idea. Without us, you have no job, period. And you know this. I'm not going to be here trying to say that this is what we need or this is what we want or else we're going to quit. I'm just saying that this is what you as a manager, a team leader, a foreman, or shop owner, this is what you're fucking lacking at, dude. And it's not that hard to fix. It's a simple shit. But if I remember, that'll be the next episode. The first part of that series will be the next episode. But that's it for this episode. Don't forget to check out Boltster.com. I'm telling you. They sent me some trays. They sent me every tray that they make. They're all great. Especially that little Boltster. The little small one. I use at home. But the big tray? That's the money right there, dude. You have to check that out. Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. And do America a favor. And check out Boltster.com. And get yourself one. They're badass. Questions, comments, topic suggestions, whatever. Send them to flatratetechpodcast at gmail.com. Check out my website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. Still free. There's merch on there. There's whatever else is on there. I don't know. I'm now on Twitch sometimes, rarely. Tech underscore flatratetechpodcast. Check that out if you want. Follow it if you want. Check out the Facebook page, Flatrate Tech Podcast, obviously. The Instagram page is Flatrate Tech underscore podcast, I believe. I don't know. Well, thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.